So are you mm. telling me that the Prophet wasallam himself clearly said that if you're going to advise the, the ruler, do not do it in public? How many Look, more are you going to... Because we... Let, hear the sunnah today. No, of course, but obviously Chama Bayes the podcast. The it's a discussion, Achy, isn't it? Not a lecture. A bucket hear the sunnah of the Prophet I'm not denying. <laughs> okay. We can, Another hadith. I can take... Another hadith. I can start hadith. reciting ayat and say... Wait, beautiful. We'd love to hear the Quran. We'd so, love to hear it. start reciting? After, after the sunnah. It's the point I'm making is we understand the point. Abakar, Wallahi, let me finish. How many go? How many more? I have a few more hadith. It's good. Let him go, let him go. the Prophet. Okay. The Prophet describes the rulers, some of them, their hearts are the hearts of Shayateen. Can you get a worse description than that? A lot of people they make they make a lot of mistakes in this issue is because they didn't submit to Allah and His Messenger in this issue. Rather they submitted to their emotions. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Brothers and sisters Before we get into today's episode Something important to mention Two things Number one We've now got Chai with my buy merch Which you can purchase Clicking on the link below Second thing is We've started to do sponsorships On our channel So we don't do normal YouTube ads Because it's haram uh, Involved in it And uh, as in Long story Gambling ads Music ads There's a lot Yeah Anyway Point is Is that we're now doing Sponsorships So if you've got a business uh, Islamic business Or a product And you'd like to get it Onto the show Get some exposure uh, Then email us At session At gmail.com uh, Or There might be an alternative Email on the screen Right now If there is Email that Because we're probably Going to make a specific one Just for that uh, Today's episode Is sponsored by Dessert Delicacy uh, Can you zoom in And just show uh, They've provided us With this Kinder Bueno Brownie uh, I've actually eaten. Ooh, it's looking nice, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I've actually eaten um, from them before uh, on Eid and along Bali. They make a lot of. They got huge variety. Are these, variety are these ones who the made those pop, those chocolate uh, lollipop things? Yeah. They were banging. Yeah. So, so make sure you like check them out. Check them out. Give them a follow. If you guys want to order, feel free to order. And uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. And uh, well, can man, I try one before we get into? Let's the uh, tuck into the food. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Brothers and sisters Sorry about that, we're having a bit of a heated I don't believe it's that clear I don't believe it's that clear I was going to say, what's the position of the Shafi'i though? That is not Should we carry on the discussion? After the chai with my bayi, inshallah Today we've got a special guest And you know, he's only been in the building for a few hours And he's already, you know, ruffling some feathers And you know Conflicts. <laughs> we need to go back to the you know previous episodes on you know how to resolve conflicts. But alhamdulillah, it's no conflict based on deen, based on ilm, based on knowledge, based on ayat and hadith. So, shout out there's room for that. So today's episode, let's get straight into it. Before we get straight into it, I want to clarify something. Right? I don't know if this is gonna be waffle. If you're gonna consider this to be waffle or not, but basically, so no problem. If you think it's bad, you can cut it out. I don't mind. I just want to get that from chest. You know. Now that that's done, let's get into on the topic. to business. So today's topic say. is quite a juicy one, like that story that I just told that you might not ever hear because you might cut it out, who knows. <laughs> and it's on the issue of the rulers, that's right, the Muslim, are they Muslim rulers? And we're going to talk about it from a variety of different perspectives and I'm going to inshallah play the role because I don't want anyone to think that you know. I'm from a sect that I'm not from. Just making that very clear from now on. It's a disclaimer. Anything I do say in this, maybe giving an evidence, you know, like the, the whole <laughs> disclaimer, whatever disclosure, whatever it's called. You know, people in the comments actually believe sometimes that they're like, why are Baka always argumentative? Yeah. <laughs> That's my job. 
Yeah. I was gonna say even in the video. Why did Obaka ask dumb questions? Yeah. No, no. Even in the in the feminism video that me and you did, people in the comments were like, "Oh, look at this guy, the leader of the liberalism." Not the leader, but they were like, "Oh, this brother's doing such a good job, championing the women's rights." And I'm thinking, "Wow, I don't believe any of that stuff." Like, I don't know what you're talking. There was one episode of Rider where even even he believed it. He was like, "Humans have come, run, really escape, why?" Run away. Does that make sense? You know, the, you like, know this? What's the reference for this? I know, Bob. Yeah. Oh. So you have to okay, you have to do it for the Hufo. Okay. The... It's on the tafsir of the eye and Surah Al-Jinn. I'm going to mention the eye in a second. Breaking my cover and that. Like. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're breaking yeah. my cover. Like, literally, like, you know. <laughs> so, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so listen, guys, there's an elephant in the room. Not, I'm not calling him a fat, I'm just saying. Um, you know, I just realized why they say elephant in the room. Because elephants are quiet. When they walk, they're quiet, you know that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's deep. I, I thought it was because it? there's something so big, it's so, so, so big, obvious so and clear. Yeah, maybe that's, that's, so that's big, but it's quiet. It's part of it. Uh, I don't know how. That's not how. No, when they walk, they're very quiet, apparently. I, 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 when, I, when I read that, they're very quiet when they walk. If that's true, then I was like, well, maybe that's the reason why. Those majestic elements. Must be a big room. I thought the elephant was just sitting in the corner. Because if it's walking around, it must be quite a big room. Yeah, of course, it's a big elephant. Let's address the elephant in the hangar. The point is, that was my HTI, didn't it? Oh, so, the question that I want to put to you guys today, yeah, and because a lot of people give you guys a lot of stick about the rulers, because you guys are always on this, you know, can't speak out against the rulers, the rulers are fine, blah, 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 blah. Maybe you can even clarify some of these statements that I'm saying now, but you know, the rulers are, you know, there's nothing wrong with the rulers, we should leave the rulers, let them do whatever they want, or blah, blah, blah. We never said there's nothing wrong with the rulers. I never said that. So, you can guys can clarify. I mean, let, let me get to the end of it. Go on. So, what I want to put to you, yeah, let me paint a picture. Mm. Yemen, it's you know devastated. Palestine decimated. Uh, Kashmir destroyed. You got Muslims in the Uyghur Muslims in China. People all around the world, are Muslims all around the world are being oppressed. Mm. We all agree upon that, right? No mm. one disagrees upon that. No. And we also agree that there are rulers who are Muslim in charge of countries, right? Mm -hmm. And some to some extent they've got some sort of power over a country that they can you know some people might say that they can help they can intervene they can do more to help the muslims around the world now why is it that they aren't using that power that they've been put into that position of power where they're now able to help they're able to change does that not now make them the problem the reason why palestine is suffering is because that government the uae uh, they signed a uh, peace treaty or deal with mm. with Israel. Turkey, mm. they've got a peace, you know, treaty with Israel. Um, you know, Pakistan, they've got ties with China. That's why they're not, you know, doing anything to China with the Uyghur Muslims. Mm. All these Muslim countries, allies with the West, allies with America, Israel, all these other countries, they're not helping the Muslims. Therefore, the Muslims are suffering. The cause of the Muslims suffering around the world is the leaders and you guys don't have the belly, the stomach, the courage to speak out against them. Mm. The last point, the last point that you made him, you don't have the courage to speak out against them. Okay. One thing that I want to mention is that people think that speaking out against the ruler or whatever you do, um, it is a sign of your religiosity that you're speaking against the ruler. Why? Because we have the command in the Sharia saying commanding the good and forbidding the evil. Of and we have all these commands in the Sharia. A person needs to understand that part of a person's religiosity 
his deen is that he submits to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Submitting to them. That is the awesome, <coughs> that's your foundation of your of your religion, right? The foundation 100%. of your religious deen. A person now, what he needs to ask him what he needs to ask himself is not what his emotions think or what he thinks needs to be done, is what has Allah commanded me to do in these situations mm-hmm. and submit to that. And the reason why a lot of people they make mistakes in this, a lot of people they make they make a lot of mistakes in this issue, is because they didn't submit to Allah and His Messenger in this issue. Rather, they submitted to their desires and their not desires necessarily their emotions, because these issues these issues are opposition to the Sunnah is ultimate desires. Exactly. If they, they don't respond to the Prophet then know they're following their desires. Mm. So anything that's in opposition to the Prophet is ultimately following your desires. Now, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that, which is that this is why, um, before, I, before I was going to mention that, I was going to mention something else, which is, um, what was I saying? That you, you have to, the reason why the people, they submit to their emotions in these issues is because these issues are naturally emotional issues. People are dying, pictures, you see, they're naturally emotional issues. issues. So we see why some people, they submit to their emotions. But, Part of your deen, again, for you to say that I'm doing this for the sake of Allah, you need to do it while submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why when the people, they dealt with issues, they dealt with religious issues in non-religious ways, justifying it by religion, they were called Ahlul Ahwa, which is the point I was going to come to. Mm -hmm. They were called Ahlul Ahwa, people of desires. Why? Because they dealt with religious issues using something that is opposed to Submitting to Allah and His Messenger And that is The desires That's why the people of innovation They were called Ahlul Ahwa The people of desires So your emotions ultimately Is your desires Your yeah, emo- logic Your views your You submitted to your emotions You submitted to your to emotions your hawa, to, your to your desires Exactly Or you're submitting to your intellect Your logic which is Intellect, your, logic, emotions All of it is yeah. Ahwa basically yeah. Ahwa Because al- Al-Hawa no, is, You said it's not emotional It's logical Yeah Al-Hawa Is what your soul inclines to It comes from the word wind, The wind Al-Hawa Which means wind It goes left and right Oh, Whatever you're inclined to. Hawa. Means wind, huh? Oh, mad, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were older. So, whatever your emotions inclined to, whatever you're inclined to, not according to what Allah and His Messenger uh, told you to do. Can I just say there? So that's the muqaddim I need to give, uh, introduction. Because with this, this point, that if, you, if you know this point, mm-hmm. then you're going to understand the rest of the discussion. Uh-huh. I completely agree mm-hmm. with everything you said. Yeah. And my counter to that would be I am, I'm saying the Prophet said to me, if I see an evil, mm. stop it with my hands. Mm. If I can't, which I can't, I can't go to to, to to the leader of the UAE or to Erdogan in Turkey or to Imran Khan in Pakistan or any. I can't go there and start fighting them or grabbing them. So what's next? Oh, what good question. It? So now, but but you, you missed we, on you, your tongue. Yeah, you missed the thing though. You missed the point that you. Why is this suffering happening? We'll talk about that inshallah. We'll come but, okay, to okay. Okay, Al Amr of the one you, you said. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Marra'a Notice he said, whoever sees from amongst you evil, mm-hmm. let him change it with his hand. Uh-huh. If he can't, then with his tongue. 100%. Sees. Notice this word now. Whoever sees evil in front of him. Uh-huh. He didn't say whoever hears, hears about, about evil. It. Whoever evil takes place somewhere. No. So there's this command here, though. this specific command here. No, generally, I'm not saying now. Which is if, the one they use, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The this specific command in this hadith is what? Commanding the good and forbidding the evil. When is commanding the good and forbidding the evil applied? In the hadith it says, Whoever sees. And this seeing is seeing with your eyes. Because seeing in the Arabic language is two types. 
which is seen with the eyes and seen with your heart. يعني you believe or you hear. Basira. Nam. Sorry, I'm scared news. Yeah, I was gonna say. So if it sees in front of you, one second, one second. You have to answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying seen in front of you. Yes. No, but even then, if a fasiq comes to you with news, Allah said, verify it. A kafir is worse than a fasiq. Does that make sense? No, but he might see you on the, on the video. Say that again? He might see you on the video. This is happening in front of him. But, the point my, is, but my point is that, that 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 doesn't tell you the whole picture necessarily. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah. So, the point is here, the, the hadith says, whoever sees the evil. This is bab al-amr bin munkar. The rulings of commanding the good and forbidding the evil come in this hadith. As for the rulings of nasiha, then they're different. Nasiha, which is advising, then they're different. Advising so now, rulers, advising rulers. No, advising generally. Okay. So we have, now we have two chapters, you have to understand this. There's a chapter of, there's a there's an issue of al-amr bima'ruf and nahal munkar, commanding the good and forbidding the evil. And that is when you see something in front of you, أو تسمعه سماعا محققا. You hear it right next to it. For example, someone screaming in the next room. You hear it happening, so it's not called enjoying the forbidden evil unless you hear it or see it exactly. in real life. So this is the this is the khalal here. People have misunderstood what commanding the good and forbidding the evil is. Commanding the good and forbidding the evil is when you see the evil happening in front of them. That's why if you ha- you have the hadith of the ruler putting his hand up making du'a in the jum'ah khutbah like this, what did the sahabi do? And this is what they use. The sahabi got up and told him, "May Allah destroy these these two hands of yours." I saw the Prophet ﷺ only doing this. So he commanded the good evil because it happened in front of him. And if you look at all of the athar of the salaf, which 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 mentions the sahabi or the salaf uh, commanding the ruler or say the seeing the ruler do something evil, and and advising him in public, then you see that it comes from an amr commanding the good and forbidding the evil. This chapter, um, because why? Because he saw it right in front of him. And that's what the so scholars. And to one second, just, just to mention this, yeah? yeah. So it doesn't mean that it has to when you when you advise the ruler. It has to be because we have this misunderstanding that you just have to be in private with him and no one can hear. Mm. Even if the people around you can hear, it's fine as long as it's in front of him. Does that make sense? Mm. And that's also backed up by the hadith of the Prophet Hadith Muslim Allah Muhammad. Allah the Prophet Allah said Allah that Allah when, 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 you, when you speak <coughs> to the ruler, he, said, he used the word inda. Inda sultan jair. Inda is a word in the Arabic language that shows close proximity to the person that you're, that, to, 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 to the thing that it's connected to. Does that make sense? So you can't say... I'm on the member and I'm speaking out against the ruler mm. and use this hadith because the end means that I'm right next to him. Does that make sense? And it's okay if other people are listening, but I'm next to him. That's the point. Does that make sense? So I can't speak out about evil happening unless I, I, no, I'm there. Is that what you're saying? I, I, no. Is that what you're implying? It's restricted no. to no, only no, if you're no, there. No, if you, if you the want point. to speak out against evil that you're not there, the point is it's not called al amru bil ma'ruf wal nahi al munkar. It's called nasiha. Mm. Nasiha is a different thing now. Advice. And when it came to nasiha, what did the Prophet say? How, how did he teach us? How did he sallam, teach us to give nasiha to the to the rulers? Is it man Whoever see, whoever wants to give nasiha. Abbas, right? Nasiha. I can't remember Allah the narrator. He said, Don't say it in public. Nasiha, look, he didn't say, Man arad an yamur al amir. Whoever wants to command the amir. No. He says, Whoever wants to yansaha. He wants to advise or advise. So, but don't be surprised if they try to weaken it. They try to weaken a hadith in Sahih Muslim. So, are you telling me that the Prophet himself clearly said, if you're going to advise the the ruler, do not do it in public. Yeah, but then you just mentioned now that when they when they did, they did it in Whoever public. Whoever wants to do nasiha, 
See the difference. If you want to do amal b'ma'ruf and munkar, it's different. Two different things. Uh, if you want to command the good and forbid the evil, then you have to. You, then there's a ruling, and if there's nasiha, which is advice, there's another ruling. So the point here is that a lot of these ignorant people is that they get it confused between these two things. This uh, is something called nasiha, and this is something called amal b'ma'ruf. But in practice, advice, how are those two things different? So exactly in practice. practice. Very so good question. This <clears> is something. By the way, anyone who wants to listen to this, there's a um, explanation by Ibn Taymiyyah. He talks about this a lot in. In, uh, in, in it's a lot of his books Minhaj Sunan Nabawiyah and Majmu'a Fatawi check if I know a lot a lot but also Sheikh Saleh Al-Sheikh in his Aqeedatul Asatiyah his explanation of it he explains it in, very, in a very good way what are the practical implications of this Al-Amr al-Ma'ruf al munkar only happens when you see something evil in front of you right now I see what my what my, my brother someone who have, I have authority just, over I keep reminding these people who don't Command, understand because the, the prophet yeah. said prophet said man ra'a yeah, the Prophet yeah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam said it. Yeah, He said, no, he said, whoever sees, whoever sees, whoever sees, or sama. And the scholars they put on top of seeing, which is sama muhaqqan. You hear it happening next to you. Yeah. For example, I hear my brother uh, listening to music. Yeah. I say to him, stop listening to music right then and there. Yeah. Even if I'm in the public yeah. And someone says Advise me in private bro No you're doing it in public I'm going to tell you To stop doing it in public Why? Because the The mic's Oh sorry Because the, the benefit here Is not just for you I'm not, I'm not going to command The good and forbid the evil Just for you I'm commanding the good And forbidding the evil Because of the evil that's there And it's going to affect The people around you And you as well yeah. You get it? Because so I can see it Right then and there Tayyib That's uh, command the good And forbid the evil What about if I hear My brother listen to music Do I go, do I go and say Bro why listen to music I heard you didn't it's done. The evil's done now. That's when nasiha comes into place. Now you go and advise him in private. Uh, Same thing. Or for an another, another, another implication is that when the the the, the commanding the good and the forbidding the evil is to do with the evil itself. It's not to do with the person. There is no. I'm not. I don't have to. If I see that he's drinking alcohol, for example, I take the alcohol. I break it. I'm talking about someone who have authority over. Yeah. I take it and I break it. Because mm. and then after that I say that was harsh, right? Yeah. After that, bro, man, come on, don't don't drink alcohol. It's not good. I was harsh there. This is nasiha. Two different mm. places. Different bab. Okay. So let me. That's and a good example. That's places. a good example. Not just that, can mm. I just mention something here? Go if on. we was to even for argument's sake, for argument's sake, if we was to say that that hadith. Man ra'a minkum munkaran that the issue of ru'ya is not uh, is not something that restricts it it's just it's unrestricted yeah mm. then we could say if we was to say that you wanted to use that hadith just generally speaking mm -hmm. and you don't want to do this uh, categorization of nasiha and mm. enjoying the good yeah, yeah, and the yeah. evil being two separate things then then if that was the case then the most we could say about that narration is that it's am that it's general mm. or that it's unrestricted but we have a hadith of the Prophet so many of them that show us how to deal with a ruler specifically in different ways okay and that's why it's really important to mention so i'm just going to mention some narrations here because oh. remember at the end of the day what did he say at the beginning he said the muslim's job submit is to submit, submit to does that make sense to how align the messenger sallallahu alaihi to deal with these well, situations all of the text collectively not so just like, specific ones that have been picked look, out no, 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 no. look at the whole picture of, okay, of course i'm bringing you the whole picture look at this first we have a hadith in sahih of Imam muslim okay a companion came to the Prophet Ali Sassam. He said, Ya Nabi Allah. He said, Arayt in Qamat Alayna Umarau. Yes, Aluna Hakkahum. Wayamna Una Hakana. He said that, O Messenger of Allah, if you see, he's asking, What should we do in a situation where there are leaders that come? They are asking us to give them their rights, but they are preventing us from our rights. These are oppressive rulers. Okay. What would you advise us? What would you command us to do? The person turned away from him. He asked again, the person turned away from him. Does that make sense? Until the Prophet answered him, he said, Isma'u. He said, Hear them. Obey them. The Prophet said, Hear them and obey them because it's upon them that which they do and it's upon you that which you do. 
As in Allah is going to ask them about not fulfilling their right on you, but Allah is going to ask you about not fulfilling your right on them. Does that make sense? Which is to hear and obey them in good. Does that make sense? As long as they're not commanding you to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you hear and obey them. Even if it's oppressive to you, even if they're taking your wealth, they're taking your money away, but you hear them and obey them. The Prophet said another narration. He said, Isma'u so wa said that. Yeah, the Prophet said. The Prophet said, Isma'u wa ati'u wa nistu'mila alaykum abdul habashi. The Prophet again, the hadith is what? In, uh, narrated by Imam, uh, in Sahih Imam Bukhari. He said, Hear them obey them. Your ruler, if he's placed over you, even if he is an Abyssinian slave, pay attention. The Prophet said, slave couldn't be a leader. The Prophet didn't say here Abyssinian slave because of racism. Some people think the Prophet said it because the leader of the Muslims has to be from Quraysh and he has to be a free man. So it could have been Indian, it could have been Chinese, it could have been Japanese, it could have been Norwegian. Does that make sense? The point is that he is a man who's not from Quraysh and he's not a free man. So he is not fit for the role, which means if he's not fit for the role, he couldn't have got into the role from any other reason except for tyranny, oppression, which means he... There are four ways a person can, can, can become a leader of the Muslims. Three of them are permissible mm. and one of them is haram. Mm -hmm. But if he gets into power, he's your ruler now. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? So this mm -hmm. is a man which is oppressive. This is a man what he spilled blood to get in there. Who's going to hand it to him? He took over. He spilled blood. He fought his way to the top. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. He's not fit for the job. The Prophet said, what did he say? He said, Isma'u wa ati'u. Another hadith, the Prophet said, uh, 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 What does Sabit. that mean? Hear and obey. Hear and obey. Another hadith, Ubad, and this is Bukhari Muslim, both these narrations I gave to you. One was in Muslim, one was in Bukhari. The next hadith, Ubad ibn Samit, radiallahu anhu, he said, Ba'ya'na Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala wa ta'a fil usri wal yusr. He said, We gave pledge of allegiance to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we'll obey him, we'll hear him and obey him, okay? In difficulty and in good. That's the Prophet, right? And then, and then he goes on. To carry on what we gave the pledge. This is the pledge the companions gave the Prophet. What? And we will not what? Will not go against those who are placed in authority over us. We will not go against those who are placed in authority over us. Again, this hadith is mutafaqun alay, Bukhari Muslim, Al Bukhari Muslim, but the hadith is in the Sahih Muslim. I just want people to understand that when they go against this, they're going against all of these texts, okay, which are in Al Bukhari Muslim. Two books that the Ummah has what? Unanimously agreed upon. Does that make sense? Okay, look, we have another hadith. Uh, the Prophet said, Okay, there are three characteristics that a, the heart of the Muslim is not deceived with, ever. Does that make sense? Sincerity with regards to the actions for Allah. The Prophet said, uh, uh, to the rulers and he already explained the hadith how's it done it's done in private so on and so forth not to make it publicly does that make sense this hadith was narrated by Muslim Imam Ahmed in hadith Hassan for man arad an sultan whoever wants to advise in the Muslim Imam Ahmed this was also in the Muslim Imam Ahmed yeah again look another hadith where the Prophet said man kharaja Look at this hadith, look how serious the Prophet said, Man kharaja min ta'ati wa faraq al-jama'a fa mata mitatan jahiliya. The Prophet mm -hmm. said, Whoever came out from the obedience of the ruler and he left the body of the Muslims, mata mitatan jahiliya, he would die the death of jahiliya, or die the death of ignorance. Again, the hadith is in the Sahih of Imam Muslim. Another hadith, the Prophet said, Man ra'a min amirihi shay'an yakrahuhu fal yasbir. The Prophet said, Anyone who sees from his ruler something that he dislikes, be patient. The Prophet is telling you be patient here. It's not bootlicking. The Prophet was not a bootlicker. Sahab of the Muslim. I've heard people say that anyone who says 
not to speak out against the, the oppressive ruler the prophet said it. is a bootlicker. The prophet said it. The prophet said it. They Allah should be careful and fear Allah. And then the prophet said, Look at this. Look how serious it is. Prophet said, Anyone who leaves the body of the Muslims by a hand span. This is a hand span. This is a hand span. Okay? <clears throat> what the prophet say? He who died death for ignorance. Again, hadith is mutafaqun alayh, al-Bukhari, Muslim. This is not something that we put out of our back pockets. Akhwallah, I've got more narrations. Sorry, I have to be patient. We here. can't go through all of them. No, we're going to go through all of them. You know why? Because we hear people's opinions and emotions all day. We are politicians talking about this topic all day. I don't know what the Prophet said. I'm sick so, and tired of hearing what people say besides Allah's Messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa And I don't even bring you what a scholar says. Whether you whether you misunderstood the scholar or not, or whether you took it out of context or not, or whether you misunderstood or not, that's not my point. What did Rasulullah say? So today Allah. we're gonna hear the Sunnah of the Prophet. Does that make sense on this on this issue? We have to hear what the Prophet said. Look at this next hadith. The Prophet said, What? Uh, uh, when Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu said to Rasulullah, anyone who withdraws his hand from the obedience to the Muslim ruler, okay? He will meet Allah on the day of judgment. He's got no proof. He's got no evidence. All your opinions that you bring, all your delil that you bring, there's no proof. You know why? You're not allowed. The Prophet made it so clear that you're not allowed to do this. He could be, and you're going to see more hadith that I'm going to mention in a second, so you can see how evil these rulers are. Because none of us are saying that they're good people. Some of them are. Some of them might be evil. I don't care. That's none of my business. Does that make sense? That's the that's really important point. Really is that point. It's irrelevant it's whether irrelevant they are whether good or bad. Or it's irrelevant it's Because yeah. the Prophet told us How to deal with it In a different way Because you asked earlier You said they are the real problem Right We're going to come to What the problem is in a second We're going to come to it Inshallah ta'ala But first let's take What the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Told us to do He said what La hujjah ta'ala You can you, To say oh this imam Said this Is not hujjah mm. To say that imam Is not hujjah mm. What the Prophet said Is hujjah That's mm. what proof is Does that make sense And look at this He said وَمَنْ مَاتَ وَلَيْسَ فِي عُنُقِهِ بَيْعَةٌ مَاتَ مِيتَةً جَاهِلِيَةً The Prophet ﷺ said And anyone who dies And on his neck Is not a pledge of allegiance He will die the death of ignorance Again, hadith is in what? The Sahih my Muslim The one I mentioned previously Is mutafaqun alayh Look at this hadith The Prophet uh, Hudayfa asked Prophet He said to him He said Ya Rasulullah Inna kunna fi jahiliyati wa sharr Faja'an Allahu bihad al-khayr We used to what? Be living in evil And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He brought us good Fahal ba'da hadhu al-khayr min sharr After it's good that we live in We will see evil Qala na'am The Prophet said yes You will see evil again Faqultu Hal ba'da thalika sharri min khayr Would it be after this evil That we see good The Prophet said na'am Yes they will be good But it won't be a pure good There'll be a taint in it There'll be a smoke in it There'll be a, there'll be a, there, It won't be a pure good What is this What is this taint In the good that's going to come back Ya Rasulullah He said People that are upon a sunnah Other than my sunnah They're upon a guidance Other than my guidance After that After that good We see evil again The Prophet said Look what the Prophet said you ask what the evil is. The Prophet said, It is people giving da'wah at the gates of the hellfire. He didn't say it's the rulers. Mm. Look at that. Mm. And the same hadith, differently why I'm about to show it to you, the Prophet describes the rulers, some of them, their hearts are the hearts of shayateen. Can you get a worse description than that? Can you get a worse description than the hearts of the hearts? The, the hearts. Okay, just because one problem was mentioned here doesn't yeah. mean it's the only problem. One and second. That other no, things aren't Akhi, problems. Akhi, then you bring me a dilly. You bring me a dilly for that because I'm bringing you a dilly from Sahih Muslim. No, mean? I'm saying you're saying the Prophet said this, this is a problem, right? Yeah. He didn't say this is the only problem. As in, you, you're saying that the, the Prophet didn't the, say leaders. The context is. Therefore. The context is is it the rulers? You ask that question. In the hadith for the Prophet, it's about to mention the rulers. He didn't say they were the problem. <laughs> Despite another narration showing that those rulers are evil. The same hadith, please correct me if I'm wrong. The same hadith, different riwayah, but to mention to you, the Prophet said, Their hearts are the hearts of devils. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you just man ins, 
in the in, in, in the body of human beings. They have the hearts of shayateen. So when you bring these, these devils together. in the same hadith, differently why the Prophet described the rulers like that. But what did he say? Du'atun ala abwabi jahannam. The evil is the people that are the gates of the hellfire. Man ajabahum ilayha, qadafuhu fiya. Whoever listens to, whoever responds to the da'wah, he will fall into the hellfire with them. Okay? And then look what the Prophet said. Look, look, look what Hudayfa said. He said, he said, he said to him, he said, Ya Rasulullah, fama, fama, fama tara in adarakani dhalik. What do you see? What do you command me to do if I see this time? If I see the people giving da'wah and according to the gates of the hellfire. He said, Talzam jama'at al-muslimina wa imamihim. The Prophet said, hold firm to the... Imamahum. Yeah, barakallah. It tells them, jama'at al-muslimina wa imamahum. The Prophet said, hold on firm to the jama'at of the Muslims, the body of the Muslims and their ruler. And their ruler. So, so in the hadith of the Prophet told you that the problem is what? The people giving da'wah. Why? Because they're calling to desires. They're calling to innovation. They're calling to what? The method of the khawarij, the belief of the khawarij, as we're going to substantiate in a bit, inshallah ta'ala, if we get the time, okay? They call into all of these other views and ideologies. Other than the sunnah of the Prophet sallam, they are du'at ala abwabi jahannam. They call into the hellfire. They are calling into one of the groups of the 72 sects, the Prophet says is going to go into hellfire. Does that make sense? Ahlu sunnati wal jama'ah, falzam jama'at al-muslimina wa imamahum. Hold, luzum means stick to, don't leave the body of the Muslims and their ruler. Now, who are these rulers? Let's go to the, uh, the, the hadith for Mutafiqun Ali, al-Bukhari Muslim. Let's go to the narration that's in Muslim, yeah? But the Prophet, what did he say? He said, he said, uh, the Hudayfa asked him the same question. The Prophet said, he said, Yakunu ba'di a'immatun la yahtaduna bihudaya. After me, there will be rulers. They are not on my guidance. Wala yastanuna bi sunnati. They are on a sunnah other than my sunnah. Sayakumu fihim rijalu kulubum. They were amongst these leaders, there will be men, their hearts are like the hearts of the devils. In the body of human beings. Can you get a description worse than that? Worse than that. Okay, so 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 what did Hudayfa say? He said, What should we do in that situation? In If I look, Hudayfa is so smart. He, he's asking the right questions for us. What should we do when we see these rulers? Hearts are the hearts of devils. Do we rule this oppression, evil? What should we do in that situation? Prophet, you hear them and you obey them. Lil Amiri, the ruler. If he strikes your back, and he snatches your wealth, hear him. Obey him. The Prophet said, hear him and Obey him, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is what the Prophet told us to do. Does that make sense? We've got other narrations. How many Look, more are you gonna? Because we let, hear the sunnah today. No, of course, but obviously, Chama Bai is a podcast. It's a discussion, Achim, isn't it? Not a lecture. A bucket. Hear the sunnah of the Prophet. I'm not denying. <laughs> okay, we can. Another hadith. I can take. Another hadith. Another hadith. Reciting ayat and say beautiful. We'd love to hear Allah. the Quran. We'd so love to hear. Should I start reciting? After after the sunnah. It's the point I'm making is we understand the point. Abakar, Wallahi, let me finish. How many? Go on. How many more? I have a few more hadith. No, good, good, good. It's good. Let him go, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Okay. Uh, Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhum, I heard the people that they were, they were looking to go against Yazid. Yazid ibn Muawiyah. This is really, really important. This is actually yeah. one of the best examples. Yeah, Yazid ibn Muawiyah is who? Yazid ibn Muawiyah. Is, this, is what the, the, he's, 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 he, the conflict of Hussein radiallahu yes, ta'ala anhu. What did Imam Ahmed say? He said, "Have you heard anyone from the Sunnah ever ever ever, ever praise Yazid? Say they love Yazid? Does that make sense? Mm. So this is not a ruler that was fantastic. Does that mm. make sense? So he heard the people that were going against him. He said, 
that I heard the Prophet say, okay, that it's going to be fixed for every single betrayer, every single betrayer, a specific banner on their day of judgment. And then what did he say? He said, He said, uh, he said we, we had given the pledge of this uh, pledge of allegiance to this to this person according to the bait uh, 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 Allah wa rasulihi, according to the conditions of Allah and his mistress Hassan, the way that he told us to give, give bait he said wa inni and I don't know any betrayal min an other than you give pledge of allegiance to a man according to the conditions of Allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then you what? you go out to fight him then you go out what? to, to, to rebel against him okay and there is no and anyone from amongst you who goes out there and he does this he goes to, to, to rebel against the ruler speak out against the ruler he said there is nothing between me and him Meaning we've got nothing to do with each other Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma. Does that make sense? He said we've got nothing to do with them Another hadith And what the hadith is in Al-Bukhari Another hadith yeah The Prophet said Man atakum wa, uh, The Prophet said Man atakum wa amrukum jami'un ala rajulin wahid Look at this hadith Look at it for the people who want to rebel Who want to uprise Who want to bring We've already established that these rulers are, that Some of these rulers are evil right? Yeah. We've already established their hearts are evil right? Mm. So Let's bring another ruler. Look what the Prophet said. He said, Man atakum wa amrukun jami'un ala rajulin wahidin. Anyone who comes to you whilst you are all united under one leader, under one leader, right? Yuridu an yashukka asakum. And the person who's trying to come now and overtake this ruler, he's trying to what? Destroy your solidarity. Does that make sense? Oh, you farriqa jama'atakum. And he's trying to destroy your unity. The Prophet said, Faqtulu, kill him. Anyone who tries to, you've got one ruler. He could be evil. Doesn't matter. We've already taken narrations. Some of them are hearts of the hearts of devils. But you know, at least the Muslims are united. At least there's not bloodshed in the streets. At least people are not being raped in the streets. At least there's not what constant looting. Well, I look at, well, like anyone who has insaf, look at Yemen today. Mm-hmm. Is it better today with this old ruler or without? No, so many examples. Egypt, is it better? Uh, Syria, Libya, Hattari ruler is a Catholic. Well, people would say that Bashar oh, Yemen is because of Saudi, they're bombing it, they're Bro, destroying it. Bro, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the Prophet said, Why did what? it happen? Say that again? Why did it happen? Said, yeah, even Saudi Arabia. But why did it happen? It happened because the people rebelled. Because they rebelled. Does that make sense? And I'm not here. So the people are to blame for them being. For rebelling, of course they are to blame for rebelling. They disobeyed all of the people. The people rebelled. The people, no people rebelled, yes. The people and rebelled. those people who called them to rebel. And the last Isn't it, correct me if I'm wrong. Last hadith, last hadith. Last hadith, last hadith. Last hadith, last hadith. And then I'll, and, and, and okay, I'll be quiet. Look, last hadith. The Prophet said, Innahu yustamalu alaykum umara'u fata'rifuna wa tunkirun. That you're going to have rulers. There's going to be things of them that are good, things of them you're going to reject. Things that you're going to reject. Does that make sense? فَمَنْ كَرِهَا فَقَدْ بَرِئَا Anyone who dislikes, sorry, two more narrations, yeah? Anyone who rejects what this ruler does, okay? فَبَرِئَا Okay, anyone who dislikes it, فَبَرِئَا He's free from him, okay? وَمَنْ أَنْكَرَا فَقَدْ سَلِمَا Whoever rejects what he does, okay? He, who, who does inkar, what is it? سَلِمَا He's safe. وَلَكِنْ مَنْ رَضِيَا وَتَابَا Anyone who's pleased with what he does, and he follows what he does. Okay, that's the one who's got a problem with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qalu ya Rasulullah, Shall we not fight these rulers, the ones that we don't like what they do and they're doing wrong things? The Prophet said, La, ma sallu. No, as long as they pray. Ma Last sallu. hadith. Huh? Ma sallu. 
ما صلوا بارك الله فيه على حديث صحيح مسلم اللوعس حديث ذا بروفيس كان كمان عن حديثه وانس هي سيد هي سيد ذا سام بيبل ذي يوز ذا حديث تو ساي ذات وي هاف تو هيت يو هاف تو هيت وات ذا رولر داز اند اف يو دونت ريبيل اجينست ذيم ذات مينز يو دونت يو يو كوم اند يو بليز ذيم It doesn't mean that. Mm. Yeah, and if if I if I don't rebel against them, it doesn't mean I'm pleased with the evil that's happening. Mm. It means I'm I'm against the evil. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I carry it. I'm in carry it. I hate it. Mm. But I'm not, and I'm not pleased with it. But it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean I have to rebel. No, ma sallu as long as they pray. Because of all the other previous texts that tell us we're not allowed mm-hmm. to rebel, right? Look, last one. Ida buy al khalifatain. The Prophet said, if pledge of allegiance is given to two khalifas, so now you actually have two rulers. First hadith that I mentioned, where the Prophet said, "Kill the one who tries to destroy your unity." Right? Mm. Kill, kill, kill him. Right? The Prophet said that. Right? He might even be a righteous man. He might even be a guy what that's on deen, but he's what he's going to divide the Muslims. He's going to create more problems, bloodshed. People's lives are going to be spilled now. Safety, security is going to go. Right? People are not going to be able to pray in the masajid. The Jum'ah is going to go. Does that make sense? Lots of problems are going to happen. So the Prophet said, "What?" He said, "Kill him." Okay. Now, what if al khalifatain? Now there are two rulers. One guy's already established his khilaf. He's established authority. The Prophet said, "Faktulul akhir minhuma." The second one who came, kill him. Doesn't kill him. He already got leadership. He said, "Kill him." Why? Because he is going against the the the. Walaahi, walaahi. Firstly, every hadith I brought is in Bukhari, Muslim, and if I, I think I brought one hadith from the Muslim Imam Ahmed, one hadith from the Muslim Imam Ahmed. Every other hadith I brought is in Bukhari, Muslim. Anyone who goes against Wallah, he's going against what? He's going against speech of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. For that person, Allah Subhanahu Wa said, let them take a warning those who oppose the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi fitna That a fitna will strike them. What fitna? أي فتنة هذه؟ Imam Ahmed said, what fitna is this? Mm. He said, Ar-ridda. So, yeah. Apostasy. Apostasy. You know, people are upset about Umar Suleiman today because what he done, what he done, and the shirk and the pagan act and whatnot. It doesn't start like that. You know what his bid'ah was? Speaking against the rulers. Amongst many other innovations. But one of his early innovations was what? Speaking against the rulers. And look where he is now. He's, if you disobey the Prophet in that, Tomorrow we're going to be doing something else, something mm. else, until mm. you leave the fold of Islam. Mm. You were going to mention something. Do you remember? I was, was? going to say the uh, the concept of people rebelling, as we mentioned that um, some of these countries that have fallen apart. If you trace it back to its origin, like the way people were living before and the way people were living after the rebellion, it's obviously a stark contrast. So we can say, in a sense, that the cause of it was the rebellion. I was going to ask, isn't it a bit similar with regards to Hussein radiallahu anh? Isn't the people called him to come? And like resolve a matter or whatever have you, and as a result of the people calling him is what led to that situation. Well, no, I've never heard us gonna say that. What was your question? Um, I just, I just said it. I didn't understand it. it. So you know how what happened with Hussein when when he went to you know settle the situation that was happening. It wasn't that he just went of his own accord of his own volition. It was that the people there actually called him to come over. You know what I'm saying? They would write to him or like somebody would go over and say, "Listen, Hussein, we need you, etc." And they 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 essentially called him over. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm saying, does that fall into that as well? I don't understand the question. Okay. But just to mention on the issue of Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Yeah. Okay. Number one, the scholars mentioned that firstly, um, he couldn't have done khuruj because he never gave bay'ah in the first place. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And if he didn't, if he didn't give bay'ah, and, and by the way, we're not saying that he was right radiallahu ta'ala anhu mm-hmm. in that anyway. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. We're not saying he was right in that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, he was what? He was... 
he was a mujtahid. Mm-hmm. So for him, he's either between one reward mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. rewards. Does that sorry, make sense? Sorry, sorry. But the rest of the Sahaba were what? Mm-hmm. Against him in that. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. They were against him and they advised him not to do that. Yeah. At the end of the day, the Sahabi of the Prophet وسلم, if his speech goes against or his action goes against what the Prophet said, Salam. are you going to take him against what the Prophet said? Mm. If two Sahaba mm. did it, or two Sahaba said it, or three Sahaba said it, or 20 Sahaba said it, or 100 companions, or 1,000 companions said it, is that enough to go against one hadith no, of the Prophet? No, 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 no. Not that I'm saying 1,000 Sahaba would be out If 1,000 Sahaba did go against something, you'd think that they You're had another narration that say that again? Uh, there was some yeah. sort of understanding, so something was understood there. So bring it. So bring it. Where mm. is this hidden narration? No, I'm saying where is this magical narration? Yeah. Where if is the it? Sahaba did no, I'm saying if hypothetically, hypothetically, I'm saying if they did, if they did, so bring the narration, but they mm. didn't. That's my point. Okay, calm. So, so there is no narration because you know a lot's been mentioned in a very small span of time. So before we move on to the next point, just a quick, very, very, very quick recap. Okay, so we mentioned obviously the narration where the Prophet said, "Sallallahu alaihi wasallam." If you see an evil. Stop it with your hands If you can't do that Stop it with your tongue If you can't do that Hit it in your heart You're saying that comes under Enjoining the good And forbidding the evil mm. But that specifically Mentioned if you see Meaning if you're there It happens in your presence mm. the, Then no matter who's around Whatever's happening Whether it's the leader So for example if um, Let's just say um, You know A leader A, a leader Was um, walking down the road And you saw him And he was You know Smoking weed you would have no issues telling him there and then uh, that weed is haram. You can't be smoking that weed. Put the weed out. Generally, yes. Uh, but obviously, commanding the good and forbidding the evil is according to the benefit and harm. Sometimes you'll see that it will be more harmful to command the good and forbid the evil, and sometimes it wouldn't be. And if you see but that, if you see that it is more beneficial, then yes. If you if you felt that in that situation it was more beneficial, then yes. that is something that you would this be allowed to then. do. But if, for example, you someone came to you and said to you, you know what. I heard that you know that same lead that that, that leader's been smoking weed oh, we get on, on the roads. Yeah, like I thought, yeah, yeah, like he, he was seen on the roads. Like you wouldn't come out and make a video saying, brothers and sisters, this guy is he's smoking exactly. weed. We need to go against him. This that and blah. That's not enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. Exactly. Okay. That's nasiha, but, but that, 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 that comes under nasiha, but nasiha has to be says, in private. Exactly. As the Prophet said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Right. Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in the hadith of Muslim Muhammad and it's Hassan Ghairi as Sheikh Al Bani said, but. Uh, Imam Shafi'i said, if you advise me in public, then you have, then this is fadiha, not nasiha. You have exposed me. Yani if you do nasiha in public. So that's, that's what it is, yeah. Okay. And um, so you also mentioned, um, sorry, you mentioned a lot of narrations and the crux of those narrations and the, the, the real message behind them is, is that when a, a leader comes and you've got a leader over you, you have to hear and obey him. Whether he's an oppressive tyrant, whether he whips you, whether he takes your, you know, takes your wealth, and this is the prophet. Whether his heart is the heart, you, you know, you never have to explain what. Whether the, his heart is the heart of the devil, and the prophet himself, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said this to us. I don't even feel like, even though my role is to, you know, play the, I don't feel like me even doing that would even be productive right now because mm-hmm. it's just there's so many ahadith to even carry on going down there's that more. line of arguing. There's more. 
it, it just seems so nonsensical. I'm not even gonna do it. But people will do it. There are people, and that's why that's why like you have to. You but have I think it'll be good. You know, like maybe get uh, Jimmy or someone. You know, like on the screen, as you mentioned, just bring up the narration, the reference, every, bang, narration, the reference, narration. bang, narration, I've reference, got bang. Translations in English. Everyone. And even the one you mentioned, where uh, uh, it was said that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to the closest wording, um, that one of the greatest jihads is a word of truth against a a, uh, tyrannical. a, a tyrannical ruler. You're saying that the word that was used is with meaning inda, which Indicates that's how you know Sheikh Hasid. That's mm. how you know they should have signed up to Um courses Al Ajrumiya. <laughs> they would have learned the Dhuf in Babul Mansubat. So Inda it shows closeness. <laughs> so even though because <laughs> I've had that conversation with people myself previously mm. before where I've mentioned all of these and they've bought no about what about this hadith? Mm. Number, okay, number one, I've used like literally like like as as he just did went through all of them, and you're still saying, but what about this? So that's, what desires, right? that's what I'm saying But then I'm saying Even that That's not for you Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for me I'm saying mm. in, But so you're saying If nasiha happens mm. It should be done In private In private That's advising Okay mm. cool Okay so Okay now Just a question So look Like there have been times Where for example Let's just say There's Salafi scholars mm. And the the ruler Has come to visit them Or he's in their presence And stuff like that And they know That he's doing haram He's got riba He's allowing this He's allowing in this In his country He's always haram he's, he's, That he's he's allowing Why don't they Because he's there In front of them So why, do, so why don't they Speak out against him there? Why don't they Two Tell things. him not to do there Two things here Number one We need to have Good thoughts of the scholars The scholars One of the things That corrupts A, a group of people Or a community Is when they have Bad assumptions About the scholars Who? Why are you assuming That they didn't advise him He wasn't there Otherwise they would be in jail Like the real scholars Who no, are no, in jail What do you mean Real no. scholars are in jail Allah, uh, Firstly Firstly Is Sheikh Badr Utaybi Is he a real scholar Of course we, we agree upon it right Shut Scholar up. of the Sunnah One of the foremost students of Ibn Baz mm-hmm. You know he got arrested Because he warned against The whole, was it the whole WWE thing Some certain stuff Something like that right. He warned against it He didn't speak out against the ruler He followed the Sunnah He still got arrested You know that right He spoke out against the issue Not the ruler And he got arrested And he still says Heron obey the ruler And he still says it and he spent a year in jail. He's a real scholar. But what about all the real scholars who are in jail right now because of the who fact that they were speaking scholars? out against? What are these scholars you're talking no, about, bro? No, they're not necessarily going to be in jail if they speak if they speak and advise the ruler privately. Zayd ibn Thabit, radiAllahu taala anhu, when the Khawarij they came to him and said, "Why don't you advise advise Uthman?" It's hadith in Bukhari. Why don't you advise Uthman? He said, "Do you think I'm only going to do it in front of you? I advise him in public. I'm not going to be la akun awwal." I'm private, sorry. The private. I am not going to be the first person to open this door of evil, which is to advise the ruler in public, which is to speak out against ah, the ruler. That, I'm not going to be the first person to open that evil door, right? Or that door. So that shows, and it doesn't just because the people that you don't see the scholar advising him doesn't mean he didn't advise him. So that was two things. The first thing which is that he he they could be you have to have good thoughts. They might be advising him. And number two, if they are advising him, they don't have to advise him in public. You understand? And to say that if they are advising him, then they the guy they put him in prison. It's not necessarily the case. You know that there was there was stories of Sheikh Nabaz calling the prince or telling tell him to to cancel certain things that was happening. I've personally witnessed a brother. Wallah, I, I don't know if I should say his name. If you want to say it, you can ask him. Ustad Abu Taala. The prince. He went in front of a prince and loud in front of everyone was telling him about evil that was that was happening. About the prince, telling him about the evil that was happening, saying, "Why don't you change it?" In front of him, though, in, his, in, house, in his house, evil that was happening there and then. No, not there and then. He's telling him, advising, telling him about um, evil. But he was in front of the. But he was in front of him, telling him about something. He wasn't. He wasn't he was advising the ruler. Nasiha. He wasn't advising the ruler. He was. Advi- he wasn't advising him, the prince. He was telling him about. It. Go and can you change it? Tell him to change it. The point is that he, he done it right in front of him. 
Even though the evil's not happening there and then, mm-hmm. you can still advise him about the evil that you know he's doing? Or is it that he has to be doing that evil there and then for you to advise him? So for example, let's say there's a leader and he allows riba interest in his uh, in his country, mm-hmm. yeah, in his banks. Is it that if I see him at a bank signing a contract that there I advise him? Or if I see him on the road, but I know he's got contracts and stuff that I can advise him regardless whether he's doing it in that moment or not. Does that no. make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. If he's, The contract time is command of the good for the evil. When you see him in the streets, it's not Siha, you do it privately. Mm. And also, can I just go back to the issue of the scholars, yeah? Well, like, it doesn't make sense to me how a person can accuse these scholars whose beards have turned grey, who are... But are they not on a payroll? Are, are they not getting funded by governments? Let's contextualize this, yeah? So let's... Sheikh Fawzan, who's 80-plus-year-old man, he's on the edge of his grave. Do you understand? He's standing over the edge of his grave. What's what 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 is money gonna benefit him right now? What's the, what's money no, gonna kids, benefit? Kids, grandkids. Say that again. Grandkids, oh, he can't have kids. children, man. The sheikh can't. Hafidullah Taala. He can't have children. He's got no children. What's what's money gonna benefit him? What's it gonna benefit his lineage? What's it? He don't have a lineage. The sheikh don't have children. No, that's just assumptions as well. Yeah. Not just not just that. Not just that. Well, based, have, based on the no, apparent though, right? No, one second. Do you know? Not just that. He sheikh Fauzan, may Allah preserve him, was on live TV, bro. And he was speaking like against, against the Saudi Independence Day. They cut him live on TV, bro. Yeah. Put the video clip <clears> in, uh, uh, Aman. They cut him live on TV, bro. And he's what? He's refuting the evil. And that's something that the government's behind. He just, he just what? Don't mention them by name. So that's one second, yeah. Just so I can get this straight. You know Let me ask you guys both just yes or no questions, yeah? So you're telling me that you guys wouldn't speak out publicly refuting the leaders, generally speaking. Like you wouldn't make a video right now saying the leaders are X, Y, Z, they're bad, they're this, that. No, you wouldn't okay, do that. Do I mm-hmm. want the curse of Allah? Okay, no, no. Look what all the narrations said. Mentioned. Yes, no. I know, but... Mm. I was asking, you, you, you wouldn't, right? No, mm. of course not. So does that then necessitate that you love the leaders and you think that they're good and that what they're doing is let, okay? Let, let me make it very clear right nope. now. Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, their position... Sometimes it seems like that. It seems no. like the reason why you're quiet... It's because you've got this love and admiration. Bro, and we just the reason said, why is we just because they're so lovely bro, people. The reason why is because it's submitted to the lovely, hadith. Such so yeah. lovely, It's admiration for that hadith. And these same hadith have mentioned that some of these rulers, قلوبهم, قلوب so just because you don't rebuke them doesn't yeah. necessitate that you support them. No, exactly. not at all. It's that we support the sunnah of the Prophet Islam. Let me just mention right now, their position is between two extremes. We don't speak out against the rulers, nor do we... Nor do we Praise them and suck up to them or try to have relationships with them. Ahlusun's position is in the middle. What do we do? We make dua for them. That's 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 what Ahlusunna does. Ahlusunnati wal jama'ah, this is this is the ijma'at of the salaf al-salih. Okay? You don't speak but out. Isn't that be a cop out? Like, you know, I'm just gonna sit there making dua while the, is the real Akhi is hadith. It's 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 hadith. Hadith of the Prophet. I can't go against those narrations that you mentioned and like that's pretty clear. And so now the discussion needs to come to so what's the problem? Because that's the initial that's the that's the other shubhad that you gave. I think the there there's one more, but I don't know if that's gonna make it too long. Go but on. in one of the narrations you mentioned at the end of it, it said, or oh, like as long as he prays, hmm. or you know, like if he's a Muslim that's ruler. Go, that's, that's a separate issue. Is that a whole different that's discussion? Separate, that's a separate whether issue the ruler is Muslim in the first place. No, that's that's a separate issue because we don't deny that. These narrations are talking about a Muslim ruler, okay? Mm. 
as for a disbeliever, a ruler who's a kafir, then a person is, is haram for a kafir ruler. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, not, it's not allowed for a kafir ruler to be governing over the Muslims. But the Muslims can't overthrow them unless they have the ability. There's no obligation without ability. Does that make sense? Mm. So if a person doesn't have Allah said, Do not throw yourself into destruction with your own hands. Does that make sense? In Syria, the ruler Bashar al-Assad was a kafir. He's a kafir. Does that make sense? Who's going to differ on this? He's a kafir. Does that make sense? Yet the scholar said, don't uprise against him. Why? Because you don't have the ability. And can we not see the proof of that till today? It shocks me that people will still today argue, and it was good for the Syrians to uprise against their ruler, even though he's <clears> a kafir, where today Syrians are dead. Today Syrians have been what? Widowed. Today Syrians have been orphaned. Today Syrian women are in prostitution in, in, in Lebanon. There was that documentary that they put out on Lebanon. Even in America, the Syrian women doing prostitution. Why? Our Muslim sisters doing prostitution because they, as refugees, that's what they could do. Does that make sense? Actually, the whole country has been displaced. The Muslims are even, the Muslims within Syria who were there at the time were oppressed, right? Those who are there are oppressed even more. And did anything change? And this, do, do you understand? So wait, just one more question so, that I so, want to put to so, you. So, but anyone who does takfir on the Muslim rulers on major sins. On major sins, okay, that's a different discussion. Let's make, that, whole, yeah, right let's, let, let's make that a completely different discussion. Okay, I, I won't mention that. But, that's, that's, but one thing I do want to mention, yeah, is say for example, like you mentioned all these countries. Say for example, the the ruler he's sending his 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 soldiers to come, and they're gonna you know um, they're gonna you know uh, come and they're gonna take your women, like they're gonna force you into your house, take your women, rape them, murder them, kill your sons, whatnot. Are you like as an individual? Mm. Does after hearing obey meaning if the ruler comes to my house and tells me that bring your wife outside, my soldiers are gonna rape her. That I have to stand there and say, okay, cool, I hear and I obey. Uh, in that situation, am I as an individual allowed to st stand up for my rights? Am I, is, is there, am I allowed to stand up for my rights? Stop them from taking my wife, fight the soldiers, and if, if they kill me, they kill me. I'm protecting my family. Like, or or, or are you going to tell that man, okay, hear and obey, let the soldiers rape your wife. You have, the ruler said it, you have to let it happen. No, in that situation, a person has a right to defend his family. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned what... Uh, if he hits you and he takes your wealth. Uh, as for your wife, then that's different. You defend your you defend your wife, you defend your family. But it doesn't mean that we're going to rebel now. Call people to go and rebel against the ruler. And there's a hadith, if I'm not mistaken, from Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Asr, anhu, it's hadith, uh, I think it's Sahih Muslim. Mm. Where he put his armor on, he stood up to fight the ruler. <laughs> to, why? When? What? Because... Because of a personal oppression like that. No, personal oppression. That makes sense. Mm. But he didn't call the people. And it's not to he go out and fight. It's to defend what you have. Yeah, to and defend. So you can stand there and say, you know what? You're not coming into my house. You're not taking my of wife. Course. You're not taking my kids. Because <laughs> you're not allowed to obey the ruler when he tells you to disobey Allah, right? Allah commanded you to take care of your family. Mm. They got rights over you. Does that make sense? And pay attention. So Again, on an individual pay level. Pay attention. Man ra'a minkum munkaran. Would you not come under that? You see an evil in front of you. You see him trying to what? You see him trying to what? You see him trying to kill your children, to rape your wife. That's an evil you're seeing in front of you. Mm. You're seeing this evil in front of you. So that's a, that's a, well, that's a very straw man argument. In front of you, mm. no, no one's going to... Wouldn't everyone else, imagine there's a group of people with the whole town's there watching. Yeah. So wouldn't it be upon them now to, with their hands, come now and just start... So here's the thing, to stop the evil, but then stop, and then, but then well, it's like parents. If your parents violate you and they tell you to do something haram, what do you do? You don't obey them in that. So you stop that evil, the straight way you go back to obeying them. 
I'm here now. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean you just say, you know, you know my dad now. Yes, mom. exactly. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, exactly. all, for all this now. Exactly. Okay. Before we move on to the problem, yeah, I just want to um, break out of character a little bit and uh, just mention um, a funny story, you know, obviously, in case anyone cut out the first story, now at least you get to hear my second story. Um, <laughs> I remember in Jahiliya, right? Before I was in practice, I think it was 2012, 13, somewhere along those lines. Um, and there was Palestine uh, protests that were happening. Now, these times, like, so, you know, it was a thing and, you know, me and my friends, the reason why I'll mention this is, I'll get to it later, I can empathise where people come from. I can empathise why people feel like me protesting, me rebelling, me speaking, I'm making a difference. Mm. Like, I'm going out there and I'm doing, I'm, this is what activism, like, I'm I'm active. You guys are just sitting there in your homes making da'ad, sleeping, resting. I'm doing something, right? You guys are not doing something. So I can understand where they're coming from. So I remember these times, look, we're not even praying. We're getting up to all sorts of madness. Like one of the guys I know, he went there just because his girl was going there. He was, he was going there to link his girl. It, it, it was a date for him. You understand? <laughs> literally, literally. And like the rest of us, I'm not going to lie. Even though I wasn't practicing, I did feel a bit fired up. And I remember I was there, we were shouting, free, free, Palestine, two, four, six, eight, uh, Israel is an apartheid state. All this, we were just shouting, chanting, <laughs> like, you know? And I remember it was so funny, because actually, and, and um, I, I found it from my phone, it'd be good to put this on. There was, a, there was a bus, and the bus got stuck in the crowds, and he had to, the driver to left the bus there. So everyone jumped into the bus, and then everyone's on the bus, we're on the bus, and at the back, you saw pulling to open, so we up, somehow managed to get onto the roof. So there was about 20 of us on the roof of this bus and it actually and this article is actually a picture and I'm in the picture on the bus and uh, <laughs> we're there screaming shouting and we're waving flags and we're doing all this and it was um, it was a protest outside the BBC headquarters right um and uh, we felt good there was thousands of people we were cheering everything and then we went home <laughs> and it was just like and like and then we were kind of like yeah like that was fun so what did we so, so what did we, like what do we achieve today? So what? Yeah, because because we, then we, we were looking for it's going to be on the news this that and, it, and it was no way we, we were looking on BBC News they didn't they just aired I us. think that we, was the protest. We were eighty thousand Muslims came from. It was all, the biggest. Yeah, eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. Maybe not Muslim, but eighty thousand people came from all around the country. I remember people drove from Bradford. I remember there was a Jewish they, guy they, who actually got onto the bus with us. Yeah. He was a rabbi. That, that's what made <laughs> no it even sick. He came the full thing. Sideburns, <laughs> hat, clothing. Look at this. I rem I remember this protest. Will I? And the name, the protest. Were you there as well on the bus. No, 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 oh, I no. wasn't. Okay. I'm saying protests are done what is for lobbying and to 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 kind of you know lobby or influence the government to be able to take action to take action on mm. your behalf, right, bro? They didn't even put it on TV. I remember <laughs> I went to all the, like the biggest. Protest. No, they didn't. They didn't. That's the thing. I, 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 well, like, I, remember, bro, I remember. I was looking forward there. to it because yeah. I thought I'm in the limelight here, like I'm on the bus, like they're definitely, bro. Like they didn't give me any bro, they they at all. There's one small bro. picture on the Independent, and like after zooming that much. <laughs> but just, if uh, eighty thousand people came and made toba, mm. and they quoted Tawheed, and they came with Tawheed, and this and 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 and, and, and they went against Shirk, what happened? Well, Achi. This is what I was gonna say. Is that or they would have been more like to you know how people say that? Oh, bro, that, like that's a cop out. Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, stop your sins, make the. Uh, uh, but the like, Sahaba, if you look at the Sahaba when they when the people they rebelled against Ali bin Abi Talib, yeah, and they were, I think it was Hudayfa ibn Yaman, who was sitting in the masjid, him and another companion, I forgot the name. One of them, a man came in and he said, antumaha, antumaha You guys are here, and the people have rebelled against the leader. يعني, you guys are just here making in the masjid in the masjid saying no. Yeah, like, so the the, the 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 companion they said they, they they kept quiet. He kept quiet and didn't respond to him because you don't respond to ignorant people. And so when they were quiet for a long time, he, the the man he, he looked at them and he said, "Wallahi inna al haq." So Wallahi, we're upon the truth. 
So the companion said, Wallahi la takununa ala al-haq hatta yushfiq al-ra'i wa yansahu al-ra'iyya. He said that, Wallahi, you're never going to be upon the truth until the leader is soft upon you and the the ra'iyya, the people who are being led, they advise the leader in a nice way. They advise, they have nasiha to the leader. Yani it shows that mm. you guys doing what you're doing, you're not upon the truth. Us in the yeah. masjid doesn't mean we're just sitting down being, you see that companions are doing the same thing. Yeah, and right? also this, 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 this word, this um, narrative of, oh, you guys are just, you know, it's taking a secular the easy narrative route. Well. There's nothing new about it. Secular. That's basically what you're trying to say. Like, oh. this has been addressed already. And, 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 and that's what I'm trying to say one is one that. One second, one second, one second. I beg you to explain. No, yeah, it's, it's a secular narrative because secular, secularism Because they try to say we're secular. Yeah, they exactly. They try to flip it on us and we say don't protest. They say, oh, look, he doesn't want to get one government. Yeah, it's, it's a secular narrative because you're separating the religion from the state. From the state. Because you're saying the dua, so your religion doesn't have any effect on the, the state. Your dua has an effect on the state. The, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells me dua. Mm. Your salah has an effect on people around you. Your commanding the good forbid wow, evil and the so dua, it has, like and, so and seeking of knowledge, it has an effect on people around you. Your teaching the people has an effect on the state. But when they say that your dua has no effect on the state, that's separating the deen from the dua. And the opposite is true as well. Your sins has an effect. And there's a dalil in the Quran from this. Allah said, كَذَلِكَ نُوَلِّي بَعْضَ الظَّالِمِينَ بَعْضًا بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ Allah said, and I like that. We placed oppressive. Well, I look at this. Well, I, this eye is powerful. I don't know why there's any discussion after this. And this is answering the shubha that you brought at the beginning about aren't the rulers the problem. Allah said, like that. We placed oppressive rulers over them because of what they used to do. The ruler is evil because you're evil. The problem is not the ruler, the problem is you. The people, the state. Us. Yeah, Allah will not change the condition of a people until they change the condition of themselves. There you go. Oppression happens, or com because of what the hands corruption happens because of the people, their own actions have earned. So now, I, and this is what I'm saying, is that the real cop-out is, is the protest. It's the space speak against the ruler and protest. Shall I tell you why? Because anyone because can do that. you're not dealing with the problem. Yeah. You, you, can't you have to leave behind issues. shit. Yeah. You have to leave behind innovation. You have to break up with your girlfriend. You the have same, to stop watching that, Netflix. That's the same point that I was gonna make. You have to stop bashing. You have to stop watching porn. You have to stop disrespecting your parents. You have to stop back by yourself. Stop slandering. You have to make the change. Mm -hmm. That's literally. Yeah, sorry. But I'm saying, so that's the real cop out. You have to study to read. You have to do what? In Karul Munkar, shit, bida. And it's a lack of iman for them, for those people who don't say, oh, I, don't, I can't. I just don't. How can, how can that work? It doesn't work. You don't believe in Allah, what Allah said. Right. Allah that's, told that's, you. That's, that's, that's right? It's a lack of iman. That, that yeah. is a lack First of you're rejecting the hadith of the Prophet telling you not to do it. And, and now you're displaying that you don't believe that Allah. And and that Allah that's why again, the people of innovation, they call the people of desires because he doesn't get it. He's, I don't get how, because he's following his desires. You get it? He's following his desires. That's what it is. And just, just to reiterate the point that you made is that, like, like I said, there's people there like, Linking their girlfriends, people there that you know came there high, people there that were doing all sorts of that like, haram happening there, and then music playing and this that one blah blah. blah. They can't get rid of those, but they they're able to protest. Meaning, protesting <laughs> it's not difficult. Even like if you look right now, <laughs> there's protests going on right now for the quarantine, face mask. But it's like people love to pro people love like rebelling. It's just it gives you that sense of power. I'm in power. I'm going against those that are supposed to be above me. Not like. It's a natural human instinct. It's a feel good feeling that, yeah, like I'm doing something, like I'm putting in the work. But really and truly, you can't deal with the problems in your own household. As, as you mentioned, like your, your, like your, your, your sons are going out sleeping around, your sons are going out doing drugs. You, you're not in control. You got TV, you sit there watching movies with your, with your family. There's women inappropriately dressed, there's music on. You can't do anything about that. Why? Because you're not man enough to do that. Mm. If you're not man enough to do that, you, know, you think you, 
that processing is suddenly you know like a very yeah, you, you, that's probably why they do thing. it that's probably why they want that's it because like they can't do anything anyone can protest yeah. it's, it's not a difficult thing especially where we live in you know in, in someone in, else in, in the west it, someone else just they just put out the posters in, and you just have to turn saying, up in the it? west especially like you know power and numbers <laughs> and stuff like that but how hard is it for you to sit down and think, you know what like, i'm gonna stop smoking you know what? I'm gonna get rid of this girl. You know what? I'm not gonna allow haram to happen in my household anymore. I'm not gonna let this. Mm. I'm not gonna let this happen. That's the real hard, like that's the real difficulty. But mm. and that's that's you've convinced yourself in some warped reality that that's the cop out mm. and this is the heroic action. And I saw yeah. them not like, smoking shisha in the, and they're talking about rulers. The, oh, the, bro, that group. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, so they're known to do that, right? Uh, act, 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 all sorts. act. Well, like it's not even a stereotype. One is that time, real? One time, I, I was in a place. And there was a shisha. I was in a restaurant, and they had a shisha thing upstairs. So brothers told me, "Oh, there's HT guys upstairs." Oh, you can't believe that. <laughs> you can believe what? Yeah. You can say that. In a vegan group, achi. Why did you leave? Because I don't know. I I don't know. It feels bad because I've been in a very very similar situation, exactly like yours. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, no, it's not us. It's uh, yeah. it's true, bro. Yeah. Imagine. Well, <laughs> I will never forget this day. I will never forget this day. They said, "Achi, there's some HT guys upstairs. Can you advise them?" Know about HT, we've been we've been around. Right? We've been around good, right? <laughs> we know we know HT very well. So what happened? They they did what? They said come upstairs. I can imagine there's all these brothers talking about rulers. I'll never forget this for life. Well, I'll never. The guy had a shisha pipe. Okay, he's a reaver who accepted Islam a month before, a month before. Yeah, a month before. I don't even know if the brother like fully learned ahkam tahara as salah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's puffing, he's puffing. You know, we're going for these rulers. <laughs> and he's doing this. We're going for these rulers. My guy's blowing rings and well, he's talking I, about the well, rulers. I, that, I think to myself, you, <laughs> my brother, I'm not going to save 9G. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to save 9G. <laughs> no one. No one. If you see the ruler right now, you can say all what you want about him. You might be smoking shisha with him. You understand? <laughs> now you talk the talk. When the ruler comes, what are you saying? Yo. You got some shisha for me. Well, I can go into the palace. Can you choose a pipe? <laughs> yeah, you could you give me a lifetime supply of shisha. Oh, Trust me, I, I said these men are on that. You know, some funny thing. I, I, I still meant to have brownies on this. So let me. Oh yeah, snap. You're right. Abbas, you grab that box behind you. <laughs> can I just say something? Can I just say something? Yeah? I smelled those brownies. I was thinking, where are they? Yeah. Listen, I was gonna say it's wrong. You know, we're talking like even even you know the fact that we're entertaining somebody's shubuhat. Obviously, I know Abbas is playing devil's advocate. But like, bro, we're entertaining it after the hadith already brought. Sorry. No that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. after, that's, that's after that point, like, yeah. even after no I'm comfortable like, we just even, no point. even we just, trying to yeah. fight it. Like, yeah. yeah, we just stretched the episode for like half an hour for yeah. like just, just to make up the time. Like, mm. but it's like, bro, it gives people the audacity. I think that it's so well, like, to be honest, it's wrong that we even did that. Mm. It gives people the audacity to think that after that narrations, there's still something to talk. There's still about. Something to talk. Mm. Bro, there's nothing to talk mm. now. No, but what if they say that those narrations apply to a specific time, specific scenario, Bro, specific circumstance? What are you talking about? How can you extrapolate from that and apply it to our situation? What are you talking about? They don't even say Again, you're bringing your personal opinions. You're bringing your personal opinions again. Mm, mm, again, mm, mm. if you're, if you're going to say that the narration mm. applies to a specific time, bring another narration. Mm, 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 bring another text. Mm, mm. Right now, all you put is your intellect. Mm, mm, mm. Don't bring your intellect to Allah. Sorry. Don't do that. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, like that, that's like that, 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 that,
Allah protect us. I don't mm. know how I'm going to die. I ask Allah for thabat on the sunnah. Mm. Wallahi, all of us, all of us, even these men watching. But some people, they're built for hell. Mm. Allah forgive them. I don't mm. want no one to go to hell. Yeah. But the reality of the matter is, Prophet says 72 sects are going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Your job is to look at the what text. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. The text, mm-hmm. companions. Text, companions. Text, companions. But they, they do bring know. the athar of some of the salaf rebelling. Say that again? They bring the athar of some of the salaf Even if some of the salaf rebelled. The Prophet yeah. said it. The Prophet said it. The Prophet said it. Said it. And even then, what? Uh, when they went against Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, he was on the on, uh, Sayyid ibn Jubair, the likes. They done takfir on him, bro. They used to believe he was a kafir. Mm. Does that make sense? And the issue of takfir they want, is what? It's an issue of Mas'ala Ijtihadiyah. They saw something in which they thought was kufr. The majority of the Sahaba didn't, uh, of the Salaf didn't do takfir on him. If you see a guy who's a kafir, you can go and rebel. When they did it, and we already established that you can go against a, a kafir if you have the authority. Was it the fitna of uh, Ibn Ash'ath? Uh, he had an army. He was a general in the army, bro. He was a general in the army. They fought behind him. He brought a fat army. Yeah, that's a military fat coup. Fat army. That's Does that make sense? Coup, yeah. And they've always a disbeliever. Mm. Does that make sense? So it's on the back of that. And even then, they, they regretted it. They mm. said it was wrong. Does mm. that make sense? But also, not all of that, not every single opinion is, is considered to be an Ooh. authentic opinion, yani a legitimate opinion to be followed yeah. after. Then by the generation they bring about Imam Malik, yeah? It's, it's da'if. Mm. It's da'if. But not, also, if you consider the fact that, um, a few things, you consider the fact that the Salaf, qatibatan, all of them, if you look at Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala, when he mentions his aqidah, he says this is the aqidah of one, over 1,000 of my mashayikh, 1,000 of his scholars from the Amsar, from the different cities. They mention in their aqidah books that we don't rebel against the Muslim ruler. That shows something. That shows that, number one, they didn't consider the difference of opinion to be a legitimate difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. As they say, the, the scholars, they say, Not every difference of opinion has been considered to be a legitimate difference of opinion, mm-hmm. except for the one that has a legitimate evidence for it. So number one, they didn't consider it to be a legitimate uh, difference of opinion because they considered it to be part of aqidah. Imam Ahmad rahimahullah ta'ala says in his Muslim, says in his, in his usul al-sunnah, that whoever goes against the sultan, he's an innovator. Mm. So he considered him to be innovator. Number, so that, that, that brings me on to my second, my second one. All of these are all of them mentioned. The second thing, though, is that not only did they consider that to be the aqidah of the salaf, but they also considered anyone who goes against it to be from the mubtadi'ah. If this is why I look at Al Hassan ibn Salih, they said Al Hassan ibn Salih from the narrators of hadith, who was from the, they, they considered him to be an innovator. Imam al Dhahabi said he was. Covered in innovation. That's why they left him. And what was his innovation though? The Salaf Ibn Hajar, he said, Kana yara safe. He used to see the safe. What does that mean? That word, Kana yara safe, is a word or is a sentence that is used for anyone who Rebellion. sees it to be permissible to rebel against the Muslim ruler. And they used that, that was, word. That was Mustalah, according to him. That, yeah, was, that, that, w- that was known. Yeah. It's like, Kana yara al-Qadr. He used yeah. to believe in يعني, the opinion of the Qadariya. Kana yara al-Qadr. Kana yara safe. He used to take the opinion that is allowed to rebel against the Muslim ruler, as explained by the ulama of hadith. It's of hadith طيب. this 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 word is used to consider to someone to be an innovator that's why when al-waki'a ibn al-jarrah rahimahullah ta'ala when he was narrating a hadith he said hadathana hasan ibn salih and the students were writing he said hadathana hasan ibn salih and they left their pens subhanallah and they looked and then waki'a was like what, what's happening he, they, 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 they showed him he sees it to be a, uh, like this. Asharu and no can yara safe. They showed that this right. person allows it to be. They showed that uh, they, they said that this person allows us to rebel against the ruler. 
So he said, we don't write from this guy. Mm-hmm. And Sufyan al-Thawri, when Sufyan ibn Uyayna, when he saw Ali ibn Salih and Hassan ibn Salih, two brothers in Mecca, he said, they're doing tawaf. He said, as for Ali, the rajul salih. As for Hassan, as for al-Hassan, that person's an innovator. Don't take from him. Why though? Why? The thing is, we have to look at why did they consider him innovator? It's only because can he safe. He used to believe it to be permissible to rebel against the Muslim He didn't rebel against them, but he just saw the, he just, he just saw the permissibility. The and so... These using these narrations that some of the Salaf they rebelled. Number one, all of them are considered to be uh, narrations that you take. Yeah. And even if there was a difference of opinion amongst the Salaf, the the difference is no longer considered amongst the Salaf after them, such as Imam Ahmed, such as Imam Bukhari, such as those people who considered those. Uh, this is a time of working with Jarrah Sufyan bin Uyayna and Atba'a Tabi'in. Is there an ijma' on this? That, that's, 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 that's the point. That's the point he's making. Ibn Hajar bought an ijma'. He said that there used to be a difference of opinion and then there became an ijma' that is not allowed to rebel against Muslim rulers. And not just that, Ibn Taymiyyah brought it up because they tried, some of them tried to say it's only a position in the madhab. Of of the, uh, uh, in the Hamri method, but is only made it permissible. So if that's the case, Ibn Hajar, who is a Shafi'i, why is he saying it as well? Mm. Does that make sense? And only Imam, Imam Bukhari, Imam Ahmed, Imam that, Bukhari that, that, himself, he's no. saying that 1,000 of my scholars, all of them believe the same thing. And he from amongst those things that you're not allowed to They said at the beginning, this is the aqidah of the ulama ul amsar. This mm. is the aqidah of the scholars from all of the Muslim lands. Does that mm. make sense? Mm. So, so uh, the, the question here is can ijma' take place after? Uh, a difference of opinion occurred If we was to even say That a difference of opinion Was valid If we was to even say That a difference of opinion Occurred in the sense Where what We said that The Salaf As-Salih They used to what They used to see that The ones who rebelled Against Hajjad They saw him to be a disbeliever But even if you say There was a valid difference of opinion Amongst them A difference of opinion Can come An ijma' can happen On one of those views mm-hmm. Does that make sense An example of this For example is Abu Darda I think Al-Bazzar is in, his, in, his, in, his, in, his, in his Musnad He has a narration Where Abu Darda Radiallahu ta'ala Who used to take the view That what um, a person who's fasting can eat ice. Mm. You know, right? Yeah. He can eat ice. Well, can ijma came after that. That view is mahjur. It's, it's rejected. It's boycotted. We don't mm. take that. So he had a view, but no one says there's a difference of opinion that person's fasting can eat ice. Mm. It was his view. Like an ijma came after, and they unanim- unanimously agreed that that view is to be boycotted. Does that mm. make sense? Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened here with the issue of the rulers. Mm. So these same people will tell you what you can't eat, you can't drink, you can't, you can't, you can't have intimate relations with your wife when you're fasting. <laughs> you can't eat ice, but they tell you wait. That view is not mutabar, but this one here. Mm. Look at that. Look at look at that. Wallahi, they tell you you can eat ice. You can't eat ice when you're fasting. Stuck for Allah. Look, you broke your fast. Mm. But they will what break the unity of the Muslims by going against the ruler. Mm-hmm. Ijma' took place here And the delay for this Is the Prophet said He said The Prophet said They will never Cease to be a group From my ummah That is apparent On the truth So if there are two views One of them is true One of them is wrong Right And we reached the generation Where one view was abandoned Only one remained The view that was abandoned Is no longer apparent In that generation So It can't be the truth So it can't be the truth Because the truth will always be apparent In every generation So if we reach a generation In which there was a view That was abandoned And all the scholars agreed That this view is the correct view Then even if it came back after And existed prior It is not the truth Because the truth can never disappear From the earth Even for a second Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So ijma' occurred And the reason why we say Ijma' is a proof here Is because Ijma' The Prophet said Hadith Sunnah Tirmidhi And it's Sahih It's Hassan Nighayrihi The Prophet said That my ummah Will not unite upon uh, Unanimously unite Not unite majority Unanimously 
They will not come together. That means na- everyone. Everyone yeah. uh, on misguidance. Mm-hmm. Some try to say the hadith is weak. Mm-hmm. It has different turuq that makes it hasan. ولكن, even if you say that, that you don't take the hadith to be strong, there's shawahid. There's many, uh, there's other ayat, there's other ahadith. That yeah. discussion is going to be long. But ijma is a proof. Whenever you see that the people have unanimously agreed upon something at a particular generation, even if a thousand, two thousand, five thousand people come after against it, they're wrong. Mm. Because so, at one point it became unanimous. To conclude, <laughs> we just got the chocolate. That looks nice. Yeah, a lot's been mentioned. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> people are wondering what is this? Basically, obviously, as you guys know, we don't run any ads on our channel for a variety of reasons. Not going to go, um, go into them. Um, but one thing we are now starting is if you are a Muslim company or a business and you want your specific product to be uh, on the show, uh, then inshallah, we're going to now have sponsorships. So, if you would like your product, you know, featured on the show, email us. Uh, at uh, Nasia Sessions at gmail.com. Today's show is uh, sponsored. Session. There's no S yeah. in the email. Oh, did I say Nasiha Sessions? sessions. Yeah, Nasiha Session at gmail.com. Uh, it will be on the screen. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by a uh, dessert company called Dessert Delicacy on Instagram. The at is here. Uh, and they've provided us with this Kinder Bueno brownie. Uh, Amand, do you want to get a quick uh, close up if you can? Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Dessert Delicacy. Uh, can you zoom in and just show? Uh, they've provided us with this Kinder Bueno brownie. Uh, I've actually eaten. Ooh, it's looking nice, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I've actually eaten um, from them before uh, on Eid and along Barry. They make a lot of. They've got a huge variety. Are these, are these ones on who the made those, pop, those chocolate uh, lollipop things? Yeah. They were banging. Yeah. So, so make sure you like check them out. Check them out. Give them a follow. If you guys want to order, feel free to order. And uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. And uh, us, can man, I try one before we get into? Let's the uh, tuck into the food. We've actually finished the episode, by the way, as you're going to see at the end. Uh, so yeah, give the guess, that's, give the, that's the end of the episode. Inshallah, I hope you guys benefited. Moral of the story is. Don't go against the ruler, not because we said it, because the Prophet don't said it. Sallam. Yeah, sorry, don't rebel against the leader. I mean, say, say it on the mic, say it on the mic. I mean, don't rebel you know against the ruler, sorry. I think even the conclusion would have to be at least a few paragraphs long just to conclude everything yeah. that, that's been said. Let's just leave it as follow the Sunnah. Follow the Sunnah. Submit on that note, sunnah. see you guys on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Let's get this video to. Mm. Yasin, say a number between one and 5,000. Random number between one and 5,000. Three. <laughs> Let's get this video to three likes. Assalamu alaikum, salamu peace. Yeah, bro, don't worry. Don't worry, Akhi, inshallah. I'm going to take care of that for you. 100%, yeah? Alright, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Take care. Who's the. There's some up sign, tell my brother. I'm up! Yo, bro. I'm bro. Yeah, I'm down, man, bro. What's up, bro? Hey, what? Listen, I heard you be spending hundreds of pounds on flipping cars and that for like for flashy show. What's that all about? Yeah, bro, the cars is a way to lure the brothers in who like to, who like cars and we talk to them about the Dean. So why didn't you go to the masjid for free? But bro, have you not seen COVID? Masajid aren't allowing lectures to be done. But bro, you're taking charity money and renting out cars. How does that even make sense? Would you that's be? Like, would that's you? The opposite of that, bro. Would you be okay if I hired out a venue? Yes, of course. Why don't you do that? Well, do you know how much venues cost? I called up the EXO Centre personally. For 10,000 people, it costs over 20,000 pounds. This car right here, we hired it out for 100 pound. Do you know how many views we get on average on ride out? Over 10,000 plus. That's one P per view, where people are learning about Tawheed and Sunnah. Whereas if I was to hire out a venue, it would cost me two pound plus per person. This is 200 times cheaper than a venue. No, you're still wrong, bro. Wait one second, bro. I swear this is our car. 
A bucket! Is that you? I have a bucket! What a joke, man. Sorry, guys. A bucket for you. <laughs> Anyways, wanted to give you guys an update. One of the shows that we've got on our channel that's been popping is Ride Out. Alhamdulillah, it's opened us up to a completely different audience who would not be learning about the religion had it not been with Allah's permission for this show. People learn about Tawheed, learning about Sunnah, they're learning about Manhaj, and so many other important things. Guys, we're trying to take the show to the very next level. You guys have already seen what we've managed to produce on our channel already, Alhamdulillah. That's just in about one month of us having launched the new channel. Imagine that we could take it to the next level. Look, I wasn't lying when I said it's going to cost tens of thousands of pounds to hire out a venue to get what? A few thousand people in there. We spend a few hundred pounds for a car every week and we get tens of thousands of views. And guess what? That's inshallah ta'ala going to all be on your scales in a day judgment. All you have to do to be a part of this project is donate at the link below. That's right, just donate at the link below. Why would you not want to be a part of this process? Give a little something. You guys have supported us for hiring out venues in the past. I'm telling you, this is a more cost-effective, cost-efficient method. This basically is our new venue. Every Sunday, ride out, catch us. And like I said, if you want to support, donate at the link below. Peace.